Today's podcast is brought to you by Blueberries. Blueberries? Blueberries. God, I love blueberries. I like blueberries in, in stuff. Mm. I don't really think I like them by themselves. Have you ever tried them by themselves? Yeah. Aren't they kind of bitter, though? What? What? Blueberries are the best. Mm. That's weirder. Mm. I love blueberries. What are you doing again? You're looking up a boat coil uh-huh. pack uh-huh. Uh-huh. that you can't find. Well, I can technically find it. But not, not cheap. Yeah. And not quick. You know where there probably is one? Where? Over at the slip in on another boat. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <clears throat> I'm surprised you can't find that. Well, like I said, I can. But Ooh, that one was bitter. Yeah, <laughs> see? That's been my problem. Usually. Most of them are sweet, though. They're good. So, mm-hmm. welcome to Inverted Access, episode 16, 1 6, the episode that comes after 15. Mm-hmm. And uh, Which one? What's the next one? What do you want to call the next one? What next one? The next episode. You want to call it 17? Mm, yeah, that's okay. a good idea. Okay. Okay. But today's 16. I am Brett, here with Matt again. Madigan, yep. Madigan, Madigan. Yep. Mad Mardigan. Yeah, we're gonna let Matt introduce episode seventeen and see if he fucks that up. No way. I did it really well last time. You did. So uh, yeah, Matt's looking up. See, that looks like a normal coil. That's that's the one I need. Iboats.com. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the one I got last time. So what? Uh, how much is it there, or is that just an image? That's just an image. You can't get a part number or anything off of it. Yeah, I got that already. Okay, cool. All right, so uh, you know what I want to talk about first before I talk about ninety bucks out of stock. Yeah, that's Damn. the problem, out of stock. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. So before I talk about my visit to Kennedy Space Center, uh-huh. which by the way, fucking awesome. Yeah. So cool. But before I talk about that. Excuse me, we got to talk about what I did for the guys over at Podcast Beyond. What you did? It's not what I did. It's what we both did. Yeah, that's what I meant. So. You ever get pieces of blueberry stuck in between your the middle of your bottom two teeth in the front? Do I have something stuck in there right what? now? <laughs> do I? I do, don't I? Yeah, Is that the only it looks awesome. <laughs> it looks like, literally, it looks like you had a missing tooth. <laughs> No, uh, I don't do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so... Podcast Beyond, which, by the way, my seat's like... I feel like... Was your kid sitting up front? Yeah, yeah. This actually feels pretty cool. I feel like a giant. <laughs> giant. A giant. So, guys over at Podcast Beyond, I love listening to their podcast. <clears throat> They're over at IGN. They generally... It's a PlayStation podcast, which is why, partly, I love listening to it. Yeah. But the guys are hilarious. I love them. And... Uh, decided for their 500th episode I made a bunch of uh, commemorative I call them rock glasses what do you call them tumblers uh, yeah whatever, but they're, whatever. They're, they're, you know put a, you know gin and tonic or whiskey in a uh, little bit of whiskey for no ice. adult beverages exactly so had them made sending them over to them and uh, they're actually going to be shipping out this week which will be 
last week when you guys listen to this, if you guys listen to this. Nobody listens to us. No, I know. So maybe it's because all we do is eat blueberries. This is the first time I've ever eaten blueberries on the podcast. Okay, maybe it's because all we do is eat. No. We eat. We talk about what we're eating. We talk about what we like to eat. So, what's wrong with that? I don't know. Do you I have mean, an issue with it? That no, but that does have that goes right back into video games because like Pac-Man likes to eat. Exactly. I'm Mario just... eats shrooms. Actually, I don't know if he eats them. It's not clear. He just no. kind of absorbs them into his body. <laughs> yeah. Like osmosis. Yes, I was just going to say osmosis. So, so, anyway, I made those, uh, had those glasses ordered and sent them over to him. And, uh, yeah, I just wanted to do something for him for the 500th episode. And uh, maybe they'll give us a little bit of... Uh, it's a nice, it's a nice gestation. Yeah, it's a nice gestation, and uh, I birthed those glasses, uh-huh. and um, yeah, maybe they'll give us a little bit of traffic over here on our podcast, so I'm almost positive it's traffic. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. I don't know. I know I've seen it, and I know I didn't really care about it, Yeah. because there weren't like dragons or explosions or spaceships. Yeah. So, actually there might have been explosions, I don't remember. <laughs> There yeah. definitely weren't dragons or spaceships, I can tell you that much. <laughs> no. That I know for certain. Right. So, on to the next important subject mm-hmm. is my visit to Kennedy Space Center. Yeah. God, so, that was awesome. It, everything was so cool there. I really liked like the layout and how all the... I wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel bad because uh, I ended up having the opportunity to go go there via uh, my work and got a uh, first-hand tour of most of what goes on at uh, the Space Center down there and uh, got to see the vehicle assembly building, the real tall, it's like, uh, I believe it's like 270-some feet tall building, foot-tall building that the uh, rockets and the space shuttles get built in and then they... They don't build space shuttles anymore. Well, okay. But they, they're building, currently they're working on the Orion project. They have the uh, support tower outside sitting on a crawler platform waiting to uh, be finished up. And then what they'll do is in the vehicle assembly building, they'll put together the uh, boosters and the rocket and everything in the, the manned space pod uh, I was just going to say, does it make you sad too that we don't have anything to send people into space anymore? Yes. And you know who else it makes it very sad? Who? The people at NASA. Oh, yeah, I bet. They're really upset about that. Oh, yeah, I bet. Um, The big consensus there was... Excuse me. That was a big mouthful of blueberries. The consensus. Space is neat. Well, the consensus is that morale is very high at Mm -hmm. NASA. Uh, A lot of people love what they do. They really enjoy the work. It seems like, even though it seems like it would be a high-stress environment, Mm -hmm. everybody seems pretty well laid back and comfortable with what they're doing. Now, that's not to say that NASA contractors feel the same way, because I had a couple conversations with them, and I I even brought up the fact that, hey, you guys seem like you're always very enthusiastic, and morale is pretty high, and he, uh, he made the joke, being a NASA contractor, he said, yeah, well, not if you're a contractor, but <laughs> just like any contract. Well, that's because they can get 
can at any moment. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but the people from NASA specifically, not only are they super accommodating, they're super great people. And I made a comment about that, how, you know, you guys just really seem very passionate and this is awesome. And you guys seem like you love what you do. And the guy said that, that I was talking to said, well, if you, uh, if you were here during the shuttle program, he's like, it was like a thousand times better. Yeah. He's like, they were just there. They're really, it's like their baby, you know, yeah. like, like they just canned it and they said, nope, no more. And, uh, they even, we, uh, we flew into the Kennedy Space Center onto the on a space uh, sh shuttle. On the, yeah, That's onto awesome. the the shuttle landing pad, which is about three miles long. And then, excuse me, they took us out. They took us out to the tarmac or the the landing strip, and they showed us the plaque where the last shuttle stopped. Mm -hmm. And they actually put a plaque down on the ground, and they put a mark on the runway. And they were talking about it, and the guy said that yeah, he went about a thousand feet further than the last all the other shuttles where they stopped and being NASA and being a bunch of engineers and scientists and stuff they were like hey what was wrong what was why'd you stop so much further and blah 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 all this stuff and the guy said well the pilot said I knew it was the last mission and I just wanted to ride it out as far as I could go <laughs> and it, it like it kind of gave me chills true? yeah or you think like the brake pads were wore out <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it has brake pads. I Turns think it just, out it, it needs a new coasts. master cylinder. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But yeah, so they put a plaque there where he uh, where he stopped in the final stopping point, and uh, it was uh, it was kind of sad when the guy was telling the story. It was yeah. very depressing. I wish instead of canning it, they had started way earlier on making something new. Well, I mean, I understand that it was really old. They should have either. I mean, I don't know. Like, the military used the same old crap they've used forever. Which Not all the time, but, like, you know, their their cargo stuff is friggin' ancient. It is, Like, yeah. why, like, just up to keep updating the space shuttles. That's what they do within the military for mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. And that's, yeah, it's just, not like you need something that's like crazier high tech than it was, but you could update it. Yeah, well that's that's what they did with a lot of the the Air Force uh, C5s. The the planes were the same as they're they're the same exact body and shell, yeah. but they updated the, all the avionics in them. Yeah. And uh, that's been happening over the yeah. last couple of years. That's good water too. C5 avionics. Avionics? Yeah. I've never heard of that type of water. It's yeah, good. Okay. I'll take your word for it. We plug a lot of product placement in this in It's this not podcast. called avionics. Oh, it isn't? No, it's like Evian or something. Oh. That's completely different. I know. It's and I have heard of that. Huge tried stretch. It. Oh. It's in like that stupid pink wrapped bottle. I don't remember. Anyway. It's also where they keep birds. Avionics? Mm-hmm. You seem super enthusiastic today. What? No, I'm. I'm You're fine. just upset because you can't find a. Boat. I am pissed off about that, but it's my fault. Are like you, I said. Are you pissed off about anything else? No. Okay. All right. So, got to see the vehicle assembly building. Got to see the runway. Yeah. What else did I get to see? Um, Speaking. So the, hold on. Sorry. Go ahead. Real quick. I keep interrupting, but okay. I do that all the time. Like I listen back to some of the old podcasts. And like. I just interrupt you constantly. You do. <laughs> but I feel I feel bad, and then I'm like, I'm not doing that next episode. And then I listen to it, and I'm like, oh, shit, I did it a bunch. <laughs> no, I, I don't mind it, because I think sometimes when I listen to the podcast that I have, I'm a very, I have a very opinionated... Yeah, so anyway. <laughs> <laughs> mm, blueberries are all gone. Oh, you ate a lot of blueberries. Yeah, Your poop is going to be purple. 
I don't think it works like that. They're cold. It 100% works that way. Okay. Blueberries are actually super low in calories. Like that was probably like maybe 100 calories. I didn't say it was a lot of calories. I said your poop's gonna be blue or You said I ate so many blueberries. You made it sound like I ate too many blueberries. You did. No way. I can eat blueberries all day. Anyway. So. Did we ever talk about Elite Dangerous? I wasn't done talking about NASA. I know, but this um, has to do with that. Did we ever talk about Elite Dangerous? On the podcast. I don't think we have. Not in any type of, like, consistency. Okay. So it's awesome. Okay. That's it. I like flying into space in that game and just looking at stuff. Yeah. Like, it's crazy just looking at stuff. That was and, that was my favorite thing. So, uh, just for reference here, I haven't played Elite Dangerous. Matt, excuse me, actually, I did play it at your house well, yeah, one time. You did, and it was cool because I, I, like, warped somewhere and found, like, a really bright bluish-white star that Matt had never seen, which was yeah. super cool for both of us. Yeah. Really, really neat game. And you flew really close to that one planet with the rings. Yeah. That yeah. was cool. Yeah, that was really cool, too. Um, but uh, after that, it actually made me go get No Man's Sky. And I paid $60 for No Man's Sky. And I was really disappointed in the game. Uh-huh. Um, I, If No Man's Sky, if I paid 20 bucks for No Man's Sky, yeah. I would have been happy with it. Yeah. But the fact that I paid 60 bucks for it, yeah, and like, apparently... I think I paid 30 bucks for Elite Dangerous. Yeah, and that probably was maybe just a little bit more than it should have been. I don't know. They keep updating it. Look behind us. No, like on the hill. Oh, there's a groundhog outside. I bet I could go kick him. I drop kicked a groundhog one time. Okay, I'm gonna try to open the They're door. They're very destructive creatures. I'm gonna try to open the door without. We him should preface away. that by saying that you lived slash worked on a farm. So. Oh my gosh. They're destructive. He's looking at us. I got the door open. You're not going to be able to catch a groundhog. I don't want to catch him. I just want to kick him. Yeah, but you're not going to be able to do either. I bet I can kick him again. Get your phone out and start recording this. Get your phone out. You're not going to be able to. I'm going to so get him. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about me kicking the groundhog. All right, we're back. I was unsuccessful (laughs) at kicking the groundhog. No, he runned away. God, almost had him. That's past tense for Ram. He runned away? Hmm. Almost had him. Anyway, so you're talking about Elite Dangerous. Well, only because I was... Oh, yeah, so, like... So, I'm just saying, because, like, space. Oh, yeah. And I was talking to, like, Marcy, was it yesterday? We were driving somewhere, and I was like... When you were over the house, and you and Marcy and your wife were talking... I was just staring up at the sky. I'm like, I want to see that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I love that type of stuff. Like, um, I, hate, I hate telling her. She's like, what are you thinking about? I hate telling her. Because <laughs> it's always something just ridiculous. Really? You like, just... the other day, we were sitting there in the bedroom, and I was just, I was staring at, like, the dog. She's like, what are you doing? I was like, I was just thinking about how at one point, like evolutionarily wise we split off and now there's dogs and there's humans but we all still need water and we all still sleep like sleeping's weird yeah sleeping is weird but they sleep and we sleep I don't know that's what I was thinking she's like oh <laughs> I was, <That laughs> I was thinking funny. about like how, how much money we have on our chase card or something ridiculous <laughs> 
priorities. <laughs> uh, that's great. Anyway, go back to your Kennedy Space Center. Stupid. So, I got to see the uh, Launch Control Center, which is super neat to see. Uh, took us in the building there where they do all the operations of all the different launch pads that are at the facility. There was... uh got doctors there. What's that? They do operations. The Launch Center? Launch Operations Center? Oh, Launch, launch Command operations. Center? Well, the, it used to be called the LOC. Now it's called the LCC. Launch Command Center. Oh, okay. Is that where they have all... Is that the... No, that's not the room. What's the room called where they have all the the monitors and computers where they're monitoring like what's going on with the rover and all that? Ground control. Well, I think that's in Houston. Well, there's more than one, I think. Well, we're the Jet Propulsion Labs in Houston, right? No. The, oh, I don't know. But there's also... There's one somewhere in like Beltsville. Not Beltsville. Uh, Greenbelt. Yeah, there's one in Greenbelt. That's NASA Goddard. Goddard Flight or, Center. Something like that, yeah. I think one of them's there, though. One of those monitoring centers is there. So what happens, I believe, what happens is Kennedy Space Center controls the launch and into orbit. And as soon as they get into orbit or they get out of a certain altitude, mm -hmm. they hand it over to Houston. Okay. Which I believe is the Jet Propulsion Lab. I, I, could, I don't remember. JPL? JPL, yeah. Probably wrong saying that, but I know there's a handover between the launch and the orbit. And that's why you always hear Houston, like, uh, you know, Houston to whatever. So, yeah, did you see they have a new podcast? NASA has a new podcast. Who? NASA has a new podcast. I did not see that. And they said it's called Houston, We Have a Podcast. That's kind of neat. But I looked it up, and there's already, like, two other podcasts called that, and neither one of them were NASA. Oh. But it is post. they did post it on SoundCloud, but I haven't listened to the whole thing yet. Okay. Yeah, I haven't listened to that. No, that sounds cool. But uh, the uh, what else did I see? Uh, the coup de gras was. Oh, okay. I thought you said that. Yeah. The launch of SpaceX Falcon Nine. Yeah. Uh, e thirty five Intelsat uh, communication mm -hmm. satellite that went up. Mm -hmm. Covers Caribbean and Western Africa and. Oh, is that they told you what it covered? Yeah. I couldn't remember. Yeah. Um, if I had even heard. Super awesome. That was yeah. so cool. I'm going to post a video of that to the Facebook page. Definitely check that out. Um, uh, we had uh, had the opportunity w with the uh, fire department there. It got us to about 0.7 miles away. And uh, it was so freaking loud, but so awesome at the same time. And, uh, yeah, just super cool to see that thing go. It Did was... you see any frogs jumping towards cameras or anything? No. Why would I have seen that? You ever see that? It was fairly... No, I wouldn't say famous, but it was publicized. Like the the one time they launched one of the rockets from there, they're like they have cameras set up all you know right. all around the landing pad. At one point, I guess it took off and scared the shit out of some frog, and it's like in midair, and you see this huge silhouette of a frog like in front of the camera. Right before the camera like, goes out. Right as it's launching. No, no, no. As like the rocket's launching in the background, you see a silhouette of a frog jumping up in there. No, I've never You've seen never that. You've never seen that? No. Oh, I'll have to check that's that pretty out. pretty funny. We'll have to make that the uh, cover page for this episode. Oh, yeah, good idea. So, yeah, but other than that, um, just great people, great hospitality, really neat, definitely worth checking out. Um, if you're ever down that way, I think you can go to the visitor center and pay like 50 bucks to get a tour of the place. 
Um, but yeah, saw the launch pad, saw the crawler, the uh, big machine that runs on that about thing's awesome. One mile an hour uh, when it's loaded, and it's like two or three miles an hour when it's unloaded. It's actually, it's actually like uh, oh nice. <laughs> I like the picture with him in the <laughs> yeah. astronaut suit. <laughs> That's cool as shit. So uh, yeah, we'll definitely have to post a couple of those pictures. That was neat. Um, but there's. Uh, yeah, they have about four launch pads there, and the crawler has paths that it can take to every single one. And then there's a main path that comes from the uh, VAB, the Vehicle Assembly Building. That thing was in Transformers. The two? Yeah, it took them or something, or it took the <laughs> shuttle or whatever. Yeah. It was so dumb Those in that movie. so bad. The crawler is actually the individual two-tracked machines, and it takes four crawlers put together to create the vehicle that carries the the shuttle and the rocket and oh, really? the support building. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah, so it, what you see, what the pictures you've seen, yeah, and what you're imagining, that's one of them. That's one, that's, no, that's four individual little crawlers that oh, create okay. the giant machine. So they are like Transformers. Yeah. They're like the Constructicons. Are they Constructicons? What were the what were the construction what were the construction vehicles that all turned into one big thing? I don't know. Once they got unionized, they just started calling themselves whatever they wanted to. Unionized. <laughs> okay, they're like Voltron. Does that make more sense? Uh, yeah. Okay. Wasn't Voltron a bad guy? Oh no, Voltron was a good guy. Yeah, it was a different show. I used to have a Voltron uh, um, thing that they would all come apart like and they could like snap them together. Yeah. 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 All right, well, um, we're going to take another quick break, and uh, when we come back, we will discuss, um, yeah, we'll discuss what we're going to discuss. Yeah. All right. From the break. Sorry about that second break. Second break was yeah. It was also failed. That's what makes it worse. Yes. Yeah. I should tell that story one time about how I drop kicked that groundhog. You should. Apparently it was awesome. It was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and I've seen a lot of dumb shit. All right. So since we talked about NASA failed attempts at kicking groundhogs and what else uh, did we talk about? Uh. I can't remember anything else. Oh, I think it was just NASA, actually. All right, perfect. Uh, let's talk about... No, wait. What? You also talked about what you're doing for another podcast. Oh, yes. That was the very beginning. So, okay. Let's uh, let's talk about games. Okay. You know, the video-type games. Oh. Video games. Oh, like a, like, a, like a game program. Yeah, that outputs in video format. Oh, okay. <clears throat> All right. I need... An update on your switch. Oh, what part of it? Well, you—it was fucked still up. gray. Thanks. Still the Nintendo Switch, right? Yes. yes. Okay, no. So you uh, you had the warped issue with it. Oh yeah, it's it wasn't fine fit now. in the dock. And now have has enough time passed between when you first got it and now that you have it? Between, you know what I mean? Like you had it. How, how long did you have it before you started? Oh, it? I see what you're saying. Uh, did I have it? Had it back the same amount of time I had it originally when it happened? Is that exactly. What you're asking? I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, how I'm going to say yes. So because it wasn't that long after I got it that it did it. No, it was only about a month or so, wasn't it? Yeah. A month or two, maybe. So, two. 
month or two. <laughs> um, <laughs> dude, I woke up one morning distraught because I had this dream where I was playing a game on the Switch in like portable <laughs> and it warped while in my hands. Wow. Oh, okay. And not like it did before where it was barely noticeable. It literally like completely was. It, it was up. like a horseshoe. <laughs> <laughs> and I was still trying to play it. Uh, that sucks. So uh, and I woke up and I was like, oh. I, don't I hate play. dreams Phew. like that. You have a dream so realistic that you wake up thinking, like, I've gotten things in a dream that I've always wanted and then woken yes, up depressed that I, I don't that. have it anymore. I remember when I was younger, do you remember Micro Machines? Yes, I do. So I had this dream. I don't know why, but I thought they were the coolest thing ever. Right. And I had this, I always had this dream where I had this watch that would like unfold, right? You still had it on your wrist, but it would unfold into a platform, probably the size of a modern cell phone. <laughs> but at the time it seemed enormous and it had a track on it and you could put your micro machines on it and they were like micro machine slot cars on your wrist. Oh, that'd be so cool. You should make that. It would be cool. But they eventually made micro-machine slot cars, but I don't think they last very long. No, slot cars, they, they must have been around. The micro-machines had to have come out with that right at the end of the slot car era. Because slot cars, I know slot cars are popular in like You can still get them, clubs, yeah. yeah but, like the bigger scale ones usually. Right. Yeah, that was what we were talking about at Qmart. Qmart had a gigantic slot car track. That was <sighs> so awesome. Off. What were the cool ones I liked that didn't have the, the magnets in them to keep them on. That, they had magnets for the motor, but it didn't have Likewise, magnets to keep them onto the rails. If you went around I a corner, those the thund corner Thunder Jets. They were called Thunder Jets. Oh. They were I so awesome. I used to buy them at places like that. So, like, because I loved them. You'd drive around corners and drift. Yeah. I had the track purposely, so, like, you could, so my brother built an awesome one but you could either set the track into whatever you put it on so when they slid they didn't just drop off the edge of the track and fall off right or they made these things you could clip on the sides that actually extended oh yes the I remember seeing that so you yep. could drift around the corners oh my god I loved those things yeah that was really cool this is a weird topic <laughs> well, micro machines to slot cars yeah but I mean just slot cars in general is weird right right Anyway, what were we talking about before? Oh, the Switch. Yeah, so the Switch is fine. So it's fine, for yep. And uh, I beat Mighty Gunvolt Burst on okay. it. Okay. And that game is awesome. It really is. I, I wish it was on more platforms, because it's really good. Like, it's the best not Mega Man Mega Man game I've ever played. So you were telling me how you were playing Mega Man, uh, the original Mega Man. Yeah, me and my son, yeah. Yeah, your son and, and that I. That game's freaking brutal. Well, I actually looked it up on the Vita. They have the Japanese port of it. Rockman? Not Rockman. Was that what it was called well, in Japan? In, in Japan, it was called, he was called Rockman, yeah. Alright, well, he's it's still Mega Man, but apparently it, all the subtitles are in Japanese. And whatnot, and like well, the limited. Didn't a whole lot of that going on anyway. So. Yeah, well, that's that's what they said. It was said it yeah. said there's limited text, but whatever text there is, it's in Japanese. Oh, so you can get the original on the Vita? I can, but it doesn't. One, it doesn't have trophy support, and two, it's a direct PS1 they, port. So do they have? Oh, it's that one. Yeah. Because there was a yeah there was a Mega Man collection on PS1. Yes, there is. The the. And I think it had one of the rare ones that you can't get anymore. Yeah, there was like a, a bundle in pack, but the Mega Man, I, I don't remember, I know it was at least Mega Man 1, I'm pretty sure it was that standalone, it was like Mega Man. Well, do they have Mega Man Legacy Collection on? Yes, Vita? they also have that. Yeah, that. That's 1 yeah. through 6, and it's awesome because 
it has all those features like rare replay. Oh, it does. Yeah, and you can do like challenges and stuff like that. I might be able to. Might look into that. And that seems cheap. It's like even new. I think it's only twenty bucks. Yeah, that's that's what it said. It's it was way worth it. it. Was like, I think it was seventeen ninety nine or something if I remember. Yeah, correctly. that game's awesome. But I did see Mega Man Ten mm-hmm. on there, and so, I heard that Mega Man Ten is decent. Nine and ten are pretty decent. There's modes on. I th- it might be ten. Where they added a mode to make it easier. Yeah, it's easy mode. <laughs> yeah. So, it, like always with most games, when I look into them, I try to see the trophy list, and I tend to stay away from games that have like ridiculously hard trophies in yeah. them. Because you're a baby. No, baby I'm not gamer. A, not a baby gamer. I just, <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. You play much harder crap than I do, or at um, least make it harder on yourself. I do. And uh, Mega Man Ten had. Uh, it has a bunch of the regular trophies. One, there's no platinum, and a lot of Vita games don't have a platinum. Yeah, it's weird. like a prerequisite so, for PS4 games to have a platinum. Um, before I forget, you might want to hold off on that because anyway, because they're making Mega Man Legacy Collection Two. It comes out soon. Well, I don't want. I actually didn't get anything Mega Man. I decided and it's not got, to. Oh, okay. It's got seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay, but the, where I was going with the reason for the uh, ten just, was since you've never played one, you should just. When it comes out, get all of them at one time and play through every one of them. Oh, that should be a great idea. You would not get frustrated at all. No. Well, <laughs> I was reading the trophy list for ten, and it says that uh, there is an easy mode, like you said, mm-hmm. and there's less enemies and things are, you know, the health stuff makes you uh, get gives you more health. Yeah. <laughs> like how that we just use health yes, stuff as health a term stuff. now. Well, you know, I gave you shit for it, but <laughs> it's actually probably the term that I used uh, ubiquitously. So. Anyway, there's there is a there's all the normal trophies, and they said that if you ever played nine, that ten was ten times easier. Right. Nine was super difficult. Yeah, nine's hard. <clears throat> but ten. I don't even remember nine. I only, I only played it one time long, when it first came out. There's a trophy in Mega Man Ten for the Vita, which is probably also the same one on PS3, um, where you have to play the game on hard without fucking dying. So it's hard normal mode, basically? No, there's normal, easy, and hard. Oh my god. You have to play on fucking hard mode without getting hit and beating. Hit? Without getting hit, hit or dying? Hit and beating. I don't even know if that's possible. Well, there's our... There's, uh... The doucher Ryan. Yeah. I'm blowing him kisses. And he's, he's staring at us right now because he's all butthurt that we didn't drive him to, uh... The, uh place to get food so he's just staring at us now <laughs> you think he got me my french fries no no chance or on that maybe that's why he's sitting there no, i doubt that he thinks that he thinks i'm gonna get out of the car and walk over and get the french fries might should you check you could check i'll just talk about stuff when you go check i don't know what he's staring at i don't either oh he just pointed at himself yeah yeah he knows we're talking about him <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm now that I'm thinking about it, explaining it. I don't know if getting hit necessarily means uh, you don't, you can't get hit. I think maybe the advice of the trophy list was try not to get hit. Well, getting, try not I'm to get getting... hit because you can't, you can't die. I know you can't die doing okay. during that playthrough. So Which maybe would still be incredibly hard. But well, not getting hit would be. Well, what I'm getting at is not getting hit, meaning that, you know, if there's limited health stuff, then (laughs) you want to avoid getting hit as much as possible. So maybe that's that's why. He actually did. Oh, my God. He got me my french fries. That's why he was sitting there. And he's leaving them outside for birds to eat. Maybe he's just extra cooking them because it's real hot outside. It is really hot outside. 
Oh, he's the bestest. All right, you uh, you carry the podcast for a second. Okay. I'm gonna go grab my front my French fries. Okay. Make sure you talk. Okay. So, I hate Brett more than anything in the world. I really only do this podcast to make fun of him. Oh, he's coming back with his fries. So, just I'm gonna edit that out. Mm. Uh, yeah, and there's the fries. Are so, they delicious? Oh, they are. You want one? Yes, actually. So I said, I walked up and said, mm. you're the bestest. Uh-huh. Can you guess what his response was? Fuck you. It, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds oh about God. right. Because he kind of is, but then he does that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's the, he, he is the best. So, yeah, so... I can't ne- wait for you to listen to the back of this. What did you say while I was going? I'm not telling you that. <laughs> <laughs> so, episode... Yeah, episode. Mega Man 10... Um, not gonna do it. And you were yeah, des- you were describing Mega Man original to me. So you're missing out on a good game though, because you don't want to have to get that trophy. We'll do this. Give me a Mega Man out of all ten of them that two. I should def two definitely two. Okay, the best one. I'll pick that up and play it, and uh, I'll have some. Uh, well, what you can do is. I don't know how you would do that. I was going to say you could pick it up somewhere where it doesn't have trophies and you wouldn't have to worry about it. Well, that's generally... Any of the PS1 ports don't have trophies. Yeah, but they're not gonna have, they don't have two, you said. They had one. I don't know. I didn't look into it too hard. I mean, you again, you could play any of them in Japanese. It wouldn't really matter. The reason why I was looking into one specifically was because you were telling me that you and your son were playing yeah. it. It was incredibly difficult. Yeah, I, I wouldn't like, get that one. <laughs> if you could to get one, right. I would get two. A lot of people say... But not a lot of people. Some people say three is the best one. Who I believe one of them is one of your boys on Podcast Beyond, Marty Sleva. Okay. Well, he's wrong. Two is the best one. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, anyway. It just is. So, you were describing... It jumped the shark a little on three. Did it go to space? <laughs> it was already kind of... <laughs> <laughs> no, so, uh, Mega Man 1, you described to me about how you, uh... You have to go through each of the stages or whatever and fight a robot boss. Yeah. And at the end of it, you end up having to fight all the robot bosses again before you can fight the final boss. I see that. That's what I can't remember. I think you do because you how, do in two. And you do in ten. Yeah, and I think you do in most of them, if not all right. of them. That to me. But I only I remember two because I played I play it at least once a year, probably is it, more than that. Is it easier? Two? At the end to like fight them all over again, or is it just kind of like redundant and annoying? In two. Yeah. Oh, you're saying in general? Yeah. Oh, no. It's just annoying and hard. Yeah. See, that's what... The only advantage you have is now you have all the... You have to have gotten all the weapons by then, so you have each of their weaknesses. Right. That's the only advantage you have. And you do... Dude, at the end of... Well, spoiler. Mighty Gunvolt Burst. At the end of that, you have... So you beat all the bosses... And then there's a, so, okay, you go through each of the bosses' levels and beat them. You have all their power-ups. Then you go through a special stage with a boss. Then you go through another special stage with a boss. Then you have a stage where you have to beat all eight of them again. Huh. Once you beat all eight of them again, you have to go and fight the end boss. Really? Yes. See, that, that, is that, so do you think that's them purposely trying to make the game difficult, or so, do you think it's kind of like ragging on Mega Man, where it's kind of just like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, it could be. It's somewhat each. So here's the thing. So there are challenges where I think not upgrading your guy and then beating it, which would be incredibly difficult. Okay. But because you can upgrade your guy, it makes that area 
So I, the first time I got to that area, I hadn't collected everything in the game. Mm -hmm. So I went to fight them, and I, I beat like three or four of them and died. I don't even know if that was that. It might have been two, okay. and died. And I was like, this is way too hard. There's no chance of beating the rest of them. Okay. So I went back and collected stuff, then came back and beat them like easily. Oh, okay. So there's that, but there is a thing where you can play through it without ever upgrading your guy, which would be insanely difficult. I hate when you do that in video games where, like, the one thing I, I always remember, because I was younger and it stuck out of my head, Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. So when you fought the final boss, and I don't know how to pronounce his name right, because there's a bunch of different... Chris. Okay, we'll just call him Chris. Mm -hmm. You know, also known as uh, Sephiroth, or okay. Sephiroth, okay. however you want to pronounce him. Anyway, I knew, the only thing I knew about him, because I didn't, I just heard friends talking about it, was that there was multiple forms of him where, like, you know, he's one boss, you beat him or beat his health bar all the way down, then, like, a cinematic cutscene, and now he comes back as this, like, gigantic thing with twice the health bar. You, yeah. you play games yeah. like that. So, I remember when I first went and attacked him, I was like, man, I'm pretty good, I got a good setup, I got good spells, I got good levels, and I went in there, and I was... I beat his first form, but mm -hmm. I was practically dead. Yeah. And I'm like thinking to myself going into the next one. <laughs> I'll never be able I'll to do ne this. <laughs> I'll n I'm never going to be able to beat his second form. It's yeah. crazy. And, so that's uh, what... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. It's just... Uh, I think you were about to say that that's how you felt, maybe. Yeah, that's exactly how I felt, yes. And so we... So my son and I beat all six of the robots in Mega Man 1, and we're on the Dr. Wily stage. I'm sad. Because you finish all your fries? No more french fries. Oh, that is sad. He did get me a small, which was nice. I was hoping he got me a small. But, is that okay. a small? I guess it's a small. Well, a lot of fries in there for a small, on. actually. Mm. It was good that he got me a small. Yeah. I didn't want to be a big fatty. <laughs> um, so... Dr. Wily stage, yeah? Yeah, the Dr. Wily stage is... is built so that you have to use all your weapons, basically. Oh, okay. So it kind of like... Like, there's it, a part where... You clearly can't beat it unless you have everything? Yes. Like, okay. there's parts where flames shoot up out of the ground, and there is no way to jump through it without freezing the flame first. Okay. God, Money Something Time like Burst sounds so cool. I haven't even seen it, and it just sounds it's really really neat. good. You, you would like it. Now, you, would, you, you like it. do you think you like it more because it reminds you of Mega Man, or do you think it's a standalone product between the two of them? Which one would be better? Uh, it's hard to tell. I, I really can't separate the two. Yeah, but like, I do really like it. Like, you could clearly pick between Axiom Verge and Metroid, right? Yes. Metroid, right? Yes. Yeah. Because that's what I've heard about it. It was really cool, and I really yeah. liked it towards the end. Yeah. But I, I know you were saying how there's certain things that were just clearly better about Metroid. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's a team of developers versus one guy, so. That's true. Yeah, you always got to take that in consideration. Yeah. But, so. Yeah. I, I can't separate the two to tell you if I like Mighty Gumball Burst because it's like Mega Man. or if, I mean, it would be a good game on its own, mm -hmm. but I think I probably like it more because of you. that. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. That's tough for game developers. I've thought about that so many times when people like... I've been hearing a lot lately where people want new IPs and they want new games and yeah. stuff. So it's so think about it. Yeah. It is so difficult to come with come up with something that's super yeah. fresh that doesn't at least remind you of another game. Like think yeah. about like well, we, Horizon for example. Yeah. Yep. Horizon draws so it's many comparisons. It's a new IP, but it's a very similar game. Yeah, but in the same respect, do you think those people were creating this going, "Hey, you know how they do this in Assassin's Creed no. or you know how No, no it's they like they weren't doing it, but I have so I like played music and I have written songs and then played them and gone, 
oh, that sounds exactly like this other song. Yeah. And it's like just subconscious, like you don't do it on purpose. It's not like I'm like, I'm gonna copy that song. Right. Like, why would you ever do that? Well, I guess well, some people would do that. People have. Why would that. I ever do that? But it's... Eventually you're gonna get to a point. There was that thing about that Robin Thicke song like a year or two ago yeah. where... Or they, it sounds just like this other song. It sounds just like it. And he didn't do it on purpose. Maybe no. he's heard that song. And maybe in the back of his mind it did that, but... It's not on purpose. Yeah, like, but dude, they, I, still, they still went after him, and they they ended up uh, they ended yeah. up winning it. Like I played this song, not played, uh, wrote this song a while back, and I'm playing it, and I'm like, oh, that's really cool, and I'm like, sounds really familiar, and it was like the exact main riff from Master of Puppets. <laughs> I'm like, well, that isn't gonna work. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a little too famous to copy. <laughs> Yeah, it's tough, man. I know the whole uh, imitation is the best form of flattery type deal, but yeah. it definitely uh, it definitely oh. borders this weird line of not coming up with something super fresh and different. Yeah. Yep. And generally, what I've noticed is if it's really different and it's completely off like any other tangent that you've seen or heard of, people generally shit on it hard. Yes. Well, so that reminds me. So you were talking, or we talked about Nintendo a while back, mm-hmm. and you were saying how like... What new IPs have they come up with in the last decade or whatever it was? Yeah. And I was trying to think of them, and there's like Arms and Splatoon and stuff. But so, but then I was think I was thinking about it the other day, and does it matter? Think about all the Mario, just Mario, like their most popular things, Mario. Okay. Think about all of the different Mario games. Mm-hmm. Like they are so not all of them, but a lot of them are so different from one another. Yeah. Like. New Super Mario Brothers to Galaxy to now Odyssey to 3D Land. Like, they're completely different games. Yeah. It's not like, yeah, it's not a new IP. It's still Mario and stuff, but it's it doesn't feel like you're playing the same game over and over. You're right. They, they seem to take... They seem to take the same theme, but yeah. make a new IP for it, which yeah. feels completely different. So it's funny because they're it's pretty impressive. They actually. were talking, uh, I forget what I was listening to, and they were talking about how Miyamoto said, um, uh, basically, when the rat, the Mario and Rabbids game, mm-hmm. they uh, basically with the developers, Mar- Miyamoto said basically, uh, you can't make them jump. Don't make him jump. He has to do something else because that's my thing. That's what I do. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> like that's pretty awesome. Yeah, that is. That <laughs> like, because that's how he thinks about it. So it's like, uh, like that's what he does. But he always—it's never the same. Right. It's just funny because yeah, he wants them to think of something else. Yeah. Which is how he approaches the games. Yeah. Like, yeah, he always jumps, but. It's not always the same. Well, that's where you get, his different, you get his different abilities and stuff from. Yeah, it's just a cool way to approach it, you know? Yeah. Like, kind of... Abstract thought. Yeah, give yourself a, uh, I don't know, like, sort of a limitation, but say, I'm not going to do this because we've done it before. Yeah. Yeah, that's a difficult thing to do. It is Ob- difficult, but... Obviously, the other developers haven't gotten on board with that, but... <laughs> well, some of them do. Yeah, yeah, but still, it's it's tough. I mean, even, like, people give Far Cry a bad rap sometimes because they're... Three and four are very similar. And Primal. But, like, they're very different from one and two. Yeah. And even Primal's... Like, I can't... I can't help but think, like... Primal 
It's the same structure, right? It's the same structure, but that's where it generally ends. Yeah. Like, you don't have rideable creatures or animals in any of the other games. No. You don't have the weapon layout you have in the other games. Yeah. So the only thing that's really different is if you strip everything away, the whole taking over areas to reveal the map and the map structure itself. Yeah. Other than that, like, I played... What were they complaining? It was four to primal, right? Yes. I played four. And it's the same map. I've played. I played four. Then I played primal very shortly afterwards. Yeah. I didn't even care. I didn't even. Not only did I not care, I didn't even fucking notice. Oh yeah. But people are like, like side by side comparison. It's like you're, you're just you're picking apart something because you're a douchebag. Really, for no reason. Yeah. Just play it. If you don't like it, fine. But yeah, I agree. So. You know what's funny? Whenever I actually break down and write down a list of things to talk about... We don't talk about them? We, not only do we not talk about them, but we always have good content to fill the rest of the episode with. Well... There is something I want so. to... Uh, oh, really? <laughs> Just kidding. Thanks. <laughs> there is something I wanted to touch on here, because yeah. I read an article this morning on Polygon about... And you might have seen the article. I don't know if you did or not. The article in a short, abbreviated version is this guy was selling his video game collection Mm -hmm. and to backtrack the story about nine or ten years he had a girlfriend he was an avid gamer got her into gaming uh, had a giant collection um, a lot of older games a lot of SNES a lot of uh, consoles had them all hooked to the same TV he just had this like big elaborate setup ended up breaking up with the girl real bad breakup she fucking took everything and left and then shortly after she left his place was broken into it was an old cheesy apartment yeah like they broke in real easy they took everything okay and um he had an old crt tv that he had hooked mm-hmm. up all this shit so anyway they, st- he, they stole all his stuff without very little thought to what it was he had a lot of rare games a lot of mm, yeah. like a big collection like he said like 600 con- uh 600 uh video games along with all the consoles and all the other right. shit. Yeah. So anyway, he uh, he spent the next like five to seven or eight years or so trying to fill this like void of his life that was <laughs> created by the bad breakup and the loss of all his video game collections and he was trying to fill it with doing all yeah. these weird things. Just and, one of those things would be bad enough. <laughs> yeah, so he ended up realizing towards his uh, late 20s, early 30s that he was just filling this empty void trying to look back on things by buying all these older games and he started collecting again and he realized before it was kind of subconscious he just really liked something and he bought it. Yeah. Now he was like avidly searching for certain things to fill this empty void. Right. So, uh, you know, he he got remarried or not remarried but he got married, had a couple kids and he realized yeah, what? Got re-girlfriend? Yeah, exactly. So, um, he basically realized that he had so many copies of games that just were never opened, and they were just like, like there were these things that were reminding him of a shitty past. Yeah. But he ended up selling them. He's putting it all together, and he's selling it all. He said he found some guy that's going to pay him money or whatever, and then this week he was he was completing the sale of it, the transaction. Yeah. So, uh, two things that made me think of. One, you know that I've spoke about before that I actually have unopened copies of video games, okay? And first, let me say that one, it wasn't to fill a void from a bad relationship, okay? Or a theft or something like his scenario. Two, they also aren't, I wasn't, I didn't purchase them thinking they were rare. I just was in the mode of purchasing games as they came out because I really wanted to play them and I have a few games that I 
legitimately haven't taken out of the cellophane. They're to, basically, we're going to be your backlog, but you never got to them. Exactly. Yeah, yeah so uh, that was one thing it made me think of. The other thing that it made me think of was, uh, I can't remember now. Yeah, me too. Hmm. Damn it. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. It, it was on top of that. Do you... Looking at it from my perspective, I have certain games that I've never played before. Yeah. Are there games that you have, like, see, this doesn't probably fall into your territory too much because you don't really buy physical copies. Yeah. But it could well, fall. Well, it's even worse then. Well, sometimes. it could be with the digital stuff. Yeah. Now, not including games that you've gotten for free. Right. Okay. Because mm -hmm. those don't count, yeah, in, my opinion, count. in my yeah. opinion. No, it doesn't I agree. count. I agree. It's free, it's in your library, whatever. Cool. Games that you have physically paid money for that you have never, ever opened or played. Do you have something like that? That I've never even played? Yes. No. Yeah, see, that this conversation has gone nowhere. I have Blu-rays like that, though. Oh, you do? Yeah. Have you never watched them? Yep. But have you watched them before and then bought them? Some of them, not all of them. Right. Okay, well, that kind of falls into the... You know what's what? even worse than that? What's that? We bought... I had never seen Inception, right? This, hold on. I, I, I have really seen like, it. I've seen it. Do you like it? Yes. I love that movie. Yeah, yeah I like it, ultimately. So... In, uh, I don't love everything about it. Uh, and so I had never seen it. <laughs> we bought the Blu-ray. Okay. Right? Uh-huh. Never opened it. And then we watched Inception on TV. <laughs> <laughs> and we still have the Blu-ray unopened. I saw it yesterday. Oh, my gosh. That is, <laughs> that is even better. But most of them I have seen. Yes. Like, we have Heat. Which I don't know why I don't even like that movie. Really? No. I kind of like that. Uh, everyone movie. else likes that movie. I know. Why don't you like? I that don't movie? know. It just bored the hell out of me. Really? Like the opening gunfight, awesome, and then downhill from there. Uh, yeah, you're right with that though. Um, yeah, you're right. And then it's just morbid, and, like chicks slitting her wrist in the bathtub. Yeah. Like, it's just. Ugh. Anyway, and then yeah, and like, uh, what's that other? What's the movie with the guy from Godzilla? Oh, 2012? No, not that guy from Godzilla. Matthew Broderick. Oh, God, I hate him. War Games. <laughs> I've seen that a million times. But I've the been... original? Yeah, I have it. Is there a remake of War Games? Is that the one with John Lithgow? The original you're talking about? Yeah. Uh, I can't no, I'm thinking... The other well, guys. yeah, it doesn't... Wait, which is the one where the, the kid creates like a, like a miniature hydrogen bomb? Not or... That, not that one. The, War Games is the one where he thinks... It's he's a video playing game. a video game, but he's starting thermonuclear war. I'm trying to think of the one that I'm thinking of. What's what is that one? John Lithgow works at his nuclear factory, and his kid is trying to like gets the plans on how to create a miniaturized freaking thermonuclear bomb. Mm. And he ends up going and pretending to be the dad, and he like steals like plutonium or some shit, plutonium 289. I don't know. Or uranium that 289 or something. Yeah. God, that's like a really popular movie from that time. I don't know what that is. Sixteen same, same. candles. John Lithgow wasn't in that. I'm pretty sure there also aren't hydrogen bombs in it. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is from the same era though. That yeah. it wasn't the Breakfast Club kids, yeah. but it was that same time yes. frame. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so you have some movies. That is a little bit more shameful since movies are only like yeah. two hours long. It is weird, yeah. Yeah, but video games, yeah, I have, uh, I know I have Dead Space 3, I've said before. Yeah. I know for a fact that that's not open. I know for a fact that I have. Max Payne 3 that's not open <laughs> and the Dead Space 3 kind of sucked 
from what I heard. I've heard that. Too, yeah, it yeah. wasn't as good. Dead oh, Space I, One. I played one and two. Yeah. One was clearly better than two, and then they said that three went even further off the edge. Yeah. So like I was like, That's I kind of wanted heard, to play it for the story just to hear it. But Max Payne Three apparently was really really good. Yeah. And. Um, yeah, I just never freaking played it. I have a bunch of used games that, like, when GameStop would do the buy one, uh, buy two get one free. Mm -hmm. I used to be like, oh, I want this <laughs> one, but why don't I just add these two to my collection for no apparent reason? And then I never like the Fear, you know, the yeah, Fear games. Yeah. Uh -huh. I have all three of the Fear games for the PS3. Never <laughs> even put them in the PS3. So there were times where I would buy, like, same thing, like buy two get one free, and mm -hmm. I would do that. But when I got home, I would try all three of them. I wouldn't just. See, I'm so terrible with that. <laughs> it was a really bad part in my life, not like emotionally or anything, but just video game purchasing wise, where I <laughs> I wanted to make my collection of PS3 games as big as I freaking could. Oh. And GameStop made it so easy when you walked in there and you paid 10 bucks for a used one, and then you bought another used one for $4.99, and then you could pick any game under $4.99 for yeah. free. So you, you paid 15 bucks for three games. Yeah, I never... Oh my gosh. I never had that thing. I just... <clears throat> I had a large collection at one point, but I just don't... It wasn't for any reason. It was just because I had gotten a bunch. Yeah. Like this guy, though, I mean, unless something magically happens with this podcast and we take off and, mm -hmm. like, it gets crazy. Yeah. I really have pretty much a given. Yeah. Absolutely. Looking back on this in retrospect. No. Or no. Looking no. into the future. Yes. Yes. In yeah. Looking into the future in retrospect. But you know what I mean? Like, like this. Uh, my collection would be perfect to hang on a wall behind us if we started doing like a video podcast or something like that, or like yeah. a YouTube, a legit YouTube channel, full on. Where except we, it would look like we're Sony fanboys. Uh, we could put some of your Xbox ones on there. I don't really have that many. Well, then we'll just like print a paper and put them next to it or something. That would look awesome. <laughs> or what we'll do is we'll hang them all behind me, and then yours will be blank, and then I'll just like superimpose and you suck behind. It you is or something. funny because like, <laughs> yeah, it is funny because you have all those copies of games, and like, but you don't burn through games like I do. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's why it's I said so it was weird. a bad habit where I was just buying games to buy them to have them. It was. It well, was no, I'm whole... saying like I've. I want to say I've probably played well I'm also older so that doesn't really count I was going to say played more games than you mm -hmm. but not for nearly as long on any of them <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so alright um, I did have one last topic to what we're currently playing but we don't have enough time for that uh, we'll uh, we'll. T there's nothing really new I mean well, we just talked about what we're currently yeah that's, that's kind of why I'm kind of yeah. skipping that too yeah. I have a couple Vita titles that we'll talk about next time on next episode and mm -hmm. of course I'm still plugging away at Horizon a little bit so we'll talk about that oh, later yeah I forgot you're still playing that yeah I'm still plugging away at it uh, we'll talk about it next time okay. um, check us out on ins yeah, Instagram <laughs> check us out on Instagram only don't check us out anywhere else no because we're God, only on Instagram. Instagram. Check us out on Facebook. We got a groups up, uh, groups, uh, yeah, we got a group up there where <laughs> you can be a groupie uh -huh. and you can uh, leave comments, questions, we'll answer them. And there's uh, a group on. Yeah, but we're not on Groupon because you don't have to oh. pay for our podcast. And Again, LinkedIn. By the time the guys at Podcast Beyond get that memento that we sent to them, Friendster, I hope to have us have put us on all the different platforms for podcasts. MySpace. Yeah. Um, what's some other ones? I don't know. I can't think of any. I went all the way back to Friendster. I can't remember. <laughs> MySpace. How about Zanga? 
You don't remember Zanga? No. It's the same shit as all them other stuff. Check us out on YouTube. Look us up on Grinder. <laughs> Look us up on uh, hot, hot singles <laughs> next door. You know what Grinder is? Isn't it like a? Isn't it? Isn't it legitimately a hookup site? But but it's like a. I see. I don't know exactly. I've heard them talk about. It on, <laughs> Hold on. Let me pull up my profile. No. <laughs> I, I heard them talk about it on. Uh, was it? Um. Perfect. Good job. Yeah. What's the name? Not well. Big O and Dukes talked about it. Yeah. Anyway, it's basically like Tinder for gay people. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh my god. Only I think it's more for hooking up than it is dating. That's awful. So anyway, look us up on Grinder. <laughs> <laughs> now people are gonna think we're gay. <laughs> oh my gosh. YouTube, Facebook, Castbox. <laughs> oh, he almost spit into his thing. Oh, that hurt. Why did you laugh so hard? Because they're on CastBox listening to us? <laughs> yes, Pepsi Max hurts in the nose. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll see you next week. Bye.